0: I'm so glad that uh, you are here today. I'm glad that you're listening and watching us on Blaze TV. We've got an incredible, incredible show for you uh, today. Today's the big show? Today's the big show. Oh, wow. Today's the big show. Tomorrow may be a big show, too. I don't know. You Hmm. never know. It might be double big shows. Whoa. Yeah. In one week? In one week. Next week might suck. No No. big shows. No even... Pre-big pre show. We
1: average one big show. doesn't mean there are always yeah. one show per week. Uh,
0: I want to talk to you a little bit about Home Title Lock. Thank you so much for uh, the sponsorship from Home Title Lock. The FBI calls home title theft, one of the fastest-growing white-collar crimes in Manhattan. They say it is practically an epidemic. That's the FBI, an epidemic of crime. People stealing people's titles to their home. How can this happen? There is All our titles are digital, and they live in a digital vault and uh they and nobody's watching it no bank is watching it no you know mortgage insurance company nobody's watching it Except for Home Title Lock. And thieves have figured out a way to easily, and I mean really, seriously, easily, for like $30, steal your home. Then take out loans, leave you with the loans, and you don't even own your home anymore. There's no way to clean it up. You need somebody standing watch on your title, and that's HomeTitleLock.com. Get 60 days uh, free protection at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. You know, I'll play a bit of audio right here. Uh, Sarah, if you could grab the Adam Schiff uh, cut one saying Mr. Uh, Cipleone wouldn't deliberately make false statements. Listen to what he said yesterday.
2: If you have And it. what's more, what's revealed in that, of course, is damning. Now they point to the only other record he has apparently released, the April 21st call. And that's interesting, too. Now that's just a congratulatory call. But what's interesting about it is. The president was urged on that call to bring up the issue of corruption. Mm -hmm. And indeed, in the readout of that call, Uh the White House misleadingly said he did. (gasps) But now that we've seen the record, we see that he didn't. And notwithstanding, counsels claim in their trial brief that the president raised the issue of corruption in his phone call, the July 25th, 25th call, of course, that word doesn't appear in either conversation and why. Because the only corruption he cared about was the corruption that he could help bring about.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Okay.
2: Now, Mr. Cipollone Cipollone made the representation Uh uh that Republicans were not even allowed in the depositions conducted in the House. Now, I'm not going to suggest to you that Mr. (laughs) Cipollone would deliberately make a false statement. I will leave it to Mr. Cipollone to make those allegations against others. (laughs) But I will tell you this, he's mistaken. Okay, I'm going to go
0: out on a limb here. And I'm not going to let, you know, Mr. Schiff can make his allegations about who's lying and who's not. And he can call them misrepresentations. But I'm going to just come out and say, Adam Schiff is a liar. And he intentionally lied. And we have the proof... And we also have the smoking gun, the media being his little lapdog. I'll explain what's really going on and call the man a liar to his face in one minute.
3: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: No, I'm not suggesting he's a liar. No, I'm, I'm telling you he's a liar. Not by suggestion, though. Not by suggestion. Okay, that would no. be wrong. No, obviously. by fact. I'm going to show you how okay. he's a liar, but Good. I will not suggest it. Good. I will not suggest on it. solid ground, then. <laughs> right? You're with me. Um, all right, NetSuite. Uh, running a business is like engineering a, a really well-made car. All the parts have to fit within the frame. They have to interlock, communicate, move in perfect synchronicity. If one part is out of time with the other, the whole structure could collapse sometimes. Have you ever heard of digital twinning? You know what that is? No. Digital twinning is something that you will know, and we'll spend some time on this, you will know about here soon. Um, the uh, predictions are that now you will have a digital twin uh, probably in the next 18 to 24 months, okay? And what twinning means is it you take all of the data, let's say you build a car, and you take all of that data, and it's in real time, and it's running on a computer, and there's a an exact twin 3D that you're using and so you can change things and say could I make a could I make just a, an adjustment here on this particular motor and how will it run if 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 I tweak here how would it run and it's a digital identical mm-hmm. twin you are about to have a digital uh, twin that people can use the data points to say if we gave Stu a little more information on this, predictive technology, what would he do? It's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. But that's the kind of information that you need for your business. Digital twinning is great for your business. Now, you. what the point is, is you need all the data points. And if you don't know your basic numbers, you don't know your business, All of your key business systems, if they're not managed under one software, one dashboard, odds of success are pretty slim. That's why you should check out NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud-based business management software that gives you the visibility and control that you need to grow. With NetSuite, you save time, money, and unnecessary headaches by managing sales, finance, accounting, orders, HR, all of it instantly with real-time data. Know your business by knowing your numbers netsuite schedule your free demo right now receive their free guide 7 key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com/beck set up the free demo now get the free guide netsuite.com/beck you're running a business run it right win netsuite.com/beck all right again i don't want to suggest anything here Stu. I don't want to suggest it. And please stop me from any speculation. Okay. Okay. You just want to make sure you're I staying just, on the facts. I want to stay on the facts that Adam Schiff is a lying dirt bag. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Um, and I I shouldn't have said that. See, now you've let me down. No, because I, well, I was going to
1: see if you had evidence if he was actually a bag of dirt. Yeah, and I can't make—I can't— Well, I was you waiting for the know evidence.
0: That. You should know that. Oh, I Th- should know crazy... what your evidence is before well, you present it, counsel? All right. Um, House Intelligence Chairman Adam Schiff. This is from the Politico, that vast right-wing <laughs> yeah. conspiratorial mm. centerpiece. The House Intelligence uh, Chairman Adam Schiff appears— To have mischaracterized (laughs) a text message exchange between two players in the Ukraine saga, according to documents now obtained by Politico, a possible error Mm. the GOP will likely criticize as another example of the Democrats rushed effort to impeach President Donald Trump. You know, the GOP is going to pounce on this one.
1: That's what they do. That's what they do. They they just pounce. They use it to their advantage. They're so good at that. Complete lies from Democrats. They use to
0: their advantage. They they never miss an opportunity (laughs) to take down the Democrats when they like them. Yeah. Okay. So let me just let me translate this line by line. House Intelligence Chairman Adam Schiff appears to have mischaracterized a text message exchange between two players in the Ukraine saga. Okay. Mm. Let me translate. House Intelligence Chairman Adam Schiff lied about a text message exchange between two players in the Ukrainian saga, and we know it because of the documents that were obtained by Politico. Now, back to their speak. A possible error the GOP will likely criticize is another example of Democrats' rushed effort to impeach President Donald Trump. No, Let me translate from bullcrap into actual (laughs) common sense English. This lie will probably not see um, uh, a hard enough stand against, but because the GOP is spineless, but it is another example of the Democrats doing anything they can without any ramification In their effort to impeach Donald Trump. Here's what happened. Schiff sent a letter to the House Judiciary Committee, Jerry Nadler. This was last week. What was the big story last week? It was everywhere. Lev Parnas. Oh, yeah. Okay. Everywhere. This is the guy who we know is a liar... Because he's the guy who said, you know, Devin Nunes, he was over in where Switzerland or France or someplace uh, looking at people's underpants. And uh, I know it because uh, I was there. I saw him. Well, when they went back to Adam Schiff after they announced that through Adam Schiff, when they said uh, when Adam Schiff came out and said, Devin Nunes, he's part of this. He was over there. He was talking. We have a witness that saw him over there. And then when Devin went, uh no, here's my calendar, I here's my passport, I haven't left the country, I was in the country at the time, then they just dropped it and it went away. Okay, that's who Lev Parnes is. He's, yeah, he's a bad a, guy. I mean, he plays whatever side he needs at the time exactly for right. his own and advantage. he's the guy, when I asked Rudy Giuliani, why would you trust this guy? And he said, I don't trust him. He said, you know, it's like with the crime families you got to get to the people you that will give you information or give you um, access. He said, I didn't use him for information. I used him for access. He could connect me with the people I had been trying to be connected to. So here's a guy now that Adam Schiff comes out and says, oh, my gosh, look at this. Here's Rudy Giuliani and Lev Parnes and their text messages. Lev just gave it to us. And this text message uh, says, quote, continue to try to arrange a meeting with President Zelensky. Okay, that's what, that's what Schiff says it said, but it didn't. It said continue to try to arrange a, midi- uh, a meeting with Mr. Z. Now, who's Mr. Z? Zelensky, Right. He's the Z guy. He's the
1: president. He's the guy He's we've the been talking about. the
0: only guy in Poland with the letter Z <laughs> that starts a name. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah, right. The okay. only one. Right. Poland. Okay. So you have to assume everything else was redacted in that memo. Mm-hmm. And they were going to get the unredacted memo. But last week, they couldn't wait. They couldn't wait because this president is doing so much damage that we can't wait. That was Schiff's argument yesterday. We have to move now. Really? Well, now that it's unredacted, uh, we find out that Mr. Z is Zolochevsky. He is the Barisma guy. And what, what Parnes was doing was he was trying to get Mr. Z, the Barisma guy, to go on record with somebody with a list of questions that Rudy Giuliani wanted answering. Uh, basically their hiring practices. W- who do you hire? Why do you hire these people, et cetera? Uh, wanted to build Burisma. This is the response from Mr. Z. We wanted to build Burisma as an international company. We also thought it would help in Ukraine to have strong international board figures. Okay. Well, that's Mr. Z. Is the head of Burisma not president Also, by the way, I would say confirms
1: a large part of the problem with Hunter Biden being on that board. I mean, he's admitting the reason he hired him is for his influence, not because he has any ability in in his knowledge of the the gas Ukrainian gas world. So he is only there
0: because of his dad. I mean, that's just
1: confirming
0: the reason he was hired. Exactly right. Exactly right. Now listen to the Politico. The apparent mischaracterization. (laughs) Excuse me? Mischaracterization. The apparent mischaracterization does not undercut Democrats' argument that Trump withheld critical military aid to Ukraine as a way to pressure Zelensky. So now, we just moved the goalposts. We weren't even talking about that. No, no. Yeah. No, we're, now we're talking about this, this. doesn't disprove every single thing they've asked about. Right. A Democratic official working on the impeachment trial did not dispute the suggestion <laughs> that the, in, the initial interpretation was incorrect. Ah. But... The official does maintain that Z is commonly used uh, in Ukraine as shorthand for Zelensky. Oh. So you had that, common usage. Common usage. Uh, This is amazing. I mean, I I don't know how to take this because
1: Politico is the one bringing it to light. So, I mean, you give him credit for that, but this is written in such a hedged way. It's as if Adam Schiff wrote it himself.
0: And then there are plenty of examples of Giuliani attempting to arrange a meeting with Zelensky. And he did, in fact, meet with top aides of the Ukrainian president. This has nothing to do with what you were accusing him of last week. Right. Last week, he's admitted those things. He brought that to the uh, State Department. He brought that to the uh, Southern District of New York FBI. Admitted isn't even the right word. He was was going on television telling everybody about it. He went and gave them all of this information before he was even asked for it. Like over a year ago, before the scandal even started, so that so they're you know and Democrats have not predicated their impeachment trial arguments on on Parnas's new allegation, but they would have and they wanted to. Well, they the big wanted part was to. they wanted him to be
1: exactly, able to testify with the Senate. Exactly right. When he has obviously shown
0: no uh, level of credibility, so they so they have um, they have absolutely. They continue to do it again. And the media is their arm. It is their PR arm. They can say whatever they want without any ramifications. No ramifications on this. Well, uh, yeah, he just mischaracterized that. He just, he made a mistake. I mean, it's a common error over there. I mean, Mr. Z, there's, you know, really, there's lots of Mr. Z's, but only one Mr. Z. And you can understand why they assumed. This is the impeachment of a president. There's nothing more important in our republic to get right than justice. But justice to remove a president? I can't think of anything you should be more focused on. You know, you're typing these things out. You're starting to say these things. Hey, have you had a nap? You should get a nap in so you don't get this one wrong. They're not worried about getting it wrong. They're intentionally getting it wrong. And this is the argument against additional witnesses and everything else. Look, here's the thing. You are rolling the dice, and and I want to talk to you as as 3 people first one the president's defense team this is one because their evidence is so weak this is a slam dunk all right so now just think as a president that has been under siege think of yourself as an attorney and the one thing you do is don't roll the dice don't let's not take any chances mr president this is we we've won this they have nothing. They have nothing. Do not roll the dice. Okay. I would do that. You would do that. Because the consequence of something being taken out of context, twisted, even if you know you're innocent, something with these dirt bags, you know, could come out. Now, let me talk to you about the Democratic point of view and then the American point of view in one minute. The American shoe. I don't mean the one that's most popular. I mean the one that really identifies. You're wearing this shoe, you're an American. It would have to be the cowboy boot. The cowboy boot croons a song to the American spirit. It sings of responsibility and hard work and honor. And the uh, the, the, the kind of work that is all done on a handshake. You don't need fancy lawyers. Let's just do this it is the eternal frontier stretching out before you that is the song that the cowboy boots sings and the one that puts that puts that orchestra behind that song is tacovus when you put on a, ter- a pair of tacovus boots you are living the life of a cowboy and it doesn't mean you don't live in the city and it's you're not a poser you just believe in new frontiers your word is your bond That you live a different way. You cut your own path. So visit Tecovis today. When you make a $150 purchase and you enter uh, the promo code BECK at checkout, you're going to get a free hand-stitched calfskin card case, $45 value. Uh, You can carry your cash and your cards in it. Tecovis doesn't ever discount their products because they sell them directly at amazing prices already but they're giving this gift free with a $150 purchase, but only through January 31st. Find your pair of boots. Find your, uh, I don't know, your anchor to your soul. Visit Tecovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash back. Tecovas dot com slash back. Find your pair. Remember to enter the promo code back at checkout. Tecovas, Western goods for your frontiers. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay. <clears throat> now, the the view of the president and and supporters really of the president, I think, to a, a large degree is you know your you know your competitor, the person that is trying to uh bury you legally. Was trying to sue you before your doors of your store even opened, okay? They were trying to bury you. It's personal. It's they'll do anything. So you don't take a risk and roll the dice. You don't want anything else coming on. No, this is what you charged. This is what we're trying. The Democrats, however, they know they don't have a case. And so they've got they're 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 in the casino and they've got nothing to lose. And they're like, you know what? Put it all on red. They're so desperate And they know they have nothing to lose. They will risk anything. Just put it all on red. We want John Bolton. Well, what is John Bolton going to say? We don't know. No, the president says, I don't know. Could be good. Could be bad. I don't know. It's a risk. Don't take it. The, (laughs) The Democrats don't know either. And it could be bad for them. But they don't care. Put it all on red. They're looking for a Hail Mary pass. Here's what the American people want. Shut up. Tell us the truth. Base this in actual fact. Play by the rules of common decency and justice. That's what they want. You're not going to get that from the political players. And, and how do I know that? Yesterday... Chuck Schumer got up and gave this impassioned speech on how we were told these were going to be the 1990-1999 rules of impeachment under Clinton. These rules, they're well-established. And what he wants to do is he wants to change it from three days of testimony to two days of testimony, which will mean there are 12-hour work days. Oh, boo-hoo, I worked one yesterday. Oh, my gosh, we can't expect the American people to do that. And then they wouldn't even enter anything from the House as evidence. Now, he had a point on that one. I think he had a point on that one. But not on the first one. And I'll explain later why. So what happens? The GOP breaks for lunch. Before this is put down on the floor for a vote, they talk. McConnell says, okay, you guys don't think that's fair? Fine, we'll go with the 1999 rules. So he then introduces, without any fanfare, and they're reading it, and it is the 1990 Clinton impeachment rules. What is Chuck Schumer going do? Gets up and says, this is unfair. And he has a whole new set of reasons why the why the rules that he was just saying he expected and would have been fair. Why those are now unfair and need an update. This is a clown car. The Democrats arrive every day in a clown car. Stop it. So it's really hard to focus when you have things to do when your back is killing or your legs are you feeling cramped up in a crappy little chair. Well, let me suggest an X chair. The X chair has the dynamic variable lumbar support and 10 different settings. The X chair is what you need and those who are around you need for a really comfortable work day. With X chairs 30 day, no questions asked guarantee of satisfaction. You have zero risk and most companies can't make that kind of offer. But most companies are not X-chair. So don't settle for less than the best. Get an X-chair today. Believe me, you're going to thank me or you're going to thank X-chair for sure. Because it's a game-changing chair. On sale now for $100 off. Just go to xchairbeck.com. That's X-chair, com, Or you can call them at eight four 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 x chair Just go to xchairbeck.com, find your chair, use the promo code Beck, and you're going to receive a free set of the uh, new X wheels with your chair. xchairbeck.com, promo code Beck.
1: In the new year, we're trying to get more and more stuff out to you for free, as much access as possible. Go to YouTube and get the latest thing from Mark Levin on The Impeachment, Glenn, Stu Does America, all on YouTube.
0: Uh, There is a new book out that I just started reading yesterday, Profiles in Corruption by Peter Schweitzer, and it is. It's unbelievable. Peter's coming up with us. He'll spend uh, the next hour with us. Pat Gray just joined us uh, from Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast that you can hear on Blaze TV, Um, and you can watch it at your convenience or listen to it, you know, if you just get it wherever podcasts are available, or you can see it live on uh, Blaze Radio. Okay, I have, it's Sophie's Choice. Which one gets onto the train right now? Uh, Adam Schiff, the president used the power of office to do wrong. Why are we here? And uh, the lies that Schiff said, the incredible, incredible lie that Adam Schiff said yesterday to George Stephanopoulos, who just let him go without pushing back at all, or something that I think the right is missing the boat on that. Um, every everybody everyone should be concentrating on one thing uh, right now and it doesn't have to do with impeachment it has to do with Bernie Sanders and the danger that is in the Democratic Party and the proof that the media really truly is an organ and they do not actually care about the things they say they care about which one do you want to do Mm, I think the second one. Second one, still. Mm. Way to go! Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Okay, so let me um, let me give you a uh, a uh, the story that we got what two weeks ago from uh, Project Veritas. Maybe it came out last week. Project Veritas had a low level staffer uh, who was a low level uh, community or campaign organizer. And they had them on tape, and they were saying gulags were great. This is somebody in the Bernie campaign. Bernie Sanders campaign. Uh, Gulags are great. Uh, You know, that's what we have to do to rich people. Um, If we have the audio, here's the audio that came out last week. Listen. Listen. Lock on wood.
1: If Bernie right, if Bernie was to lose, I would like to see yellow vest protests like here, stateside. I'm already on Twitter, following numerous groups around the country that are ready to organize yellow vest protests. Stop. I mean,
0: Stop. I want you to listen to hear this in context. This is this week's. Um, last week's was. Uh, you know gulags are great gulags are great Mm -hmm. and revolution it's time and if something happens to bernie uh with the democrats we're gonna burn milwaukee to the ground okay this week it starts with this guy in another part of the country same kind of exact in fact exact same position low level field campaign organizer um and he's sitting there talking to an undercover project veritas person and uh he's saying you know uh I can't wait for a yellow vest protest. Now those yellow vests that just disrupted everything in France. And I'm already starting to work with organizers of yellow vests uh and put that campaign together here in America should Bernie lose. But he goes further than that. Listen. Do we have it? So if Trump gets reelected, what? No. F-ing
1: cities
0: burn Could we play stop it please Could we go back to the audio that I you were just playing please
1: Black on wood. If Bernie right, if Bernie was to lose, I would like to see yellow vest protests like here, stateside. I'm already on Twitter following
4: numerous groups around the country that are ready to organize yellow vest protests. Okay. I mean, I'm ready. Let me know. I'm ready to
1: start tearing bricks up and start fighting. Good. I'm
0: ready not. to start tearing bricks up.
1: I'm no, no cop, bro. I'm, I'm, I'll start up. I'll start up. Get
4: arms. I want to learn how to shoot and go train. I'm ready for i
0: right. ready for a revolution.
1: Guillotine the rich.
0: Guillotine the oh, rich. Yeah. Stop. Jeez. Guillotine the rich. I'm ready to arm up, get training to learn how to shoot. Mm. I'm ready for the revolution. Okay. Let me just take you way into a time machine all the way back to Monday. And what the press was saying about people who were asking for their Second Amendment guaranteed right to be respected. They called them terrorist, revolutionaries, white supremacists, Nazis, crazies, ready on the edge, ready to shoot people. Not only were they wrong about all of that stuff, it was wildly peaceful. There was, excuse me, was probably the biggest catchphrase that came out of that uh, <laughs> rally. They even, there's a story today where they actually went and they cleaned up after themselves. And the media has been on this with anybody who is on the right for the last decade plus. That we're all crazy revolutionaries that are just gonna shoot everybody. That we're gonna overthrow that we want a revolution. They did that with the Tea Party. Yes, doing they've it been these doing gun it activists. for over a decade. And they say, well, this is really important, really important. Here you have two people on Bernie Sanders' staff that are organizing for him. Both of them separate cases, different cities, saying the same thing. I'm ready for revolution. I've got a gun and I'll use it. I'm going to go get a gun and I'll use it for revolution. Guillotine the rich. You know what will solve this? is putting all those elites, all all those rich people, and put them all in a gulag. That'll show them. You have those kinds of statements being made and Bernie Sanders' campaign not firing them. They so far have not been fired. Now, let me add one more little reminder. They say, my words could influence somebody to do something. Yes. Anybody's words can do that because there are crazy people out there. But there are also people who are killers, psychopaths, and revolutionaries that don't need somebody else's words. They just need permission to do it and they'll take that permission in a wink and a nod and a nudge and don't worry we didn't see that the actual political shootings remember they've tried to make everything from gabby giffords everything into political shootings gabby giffords was a guy who was a psychopath he was seriously mentally ill he shot her because he was standing up for the english language and punctuation Mm -hmm. okay that's 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 a crazy person. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not a revolutionary, not a political point, but they made that into a political point. That's a political shooter. This could happen at any time. We have had an actual political shooting. A guy went and tried to shoot every Republican member of Congress on a baseball field. He could have taken out 30 30 Republicans in one sitting. By the grace of God, he didn't kill anybody. Who was that guy? He was a low-level campaign organizer for Bernie Sanders. Now, let, just put yourself, Americans, Democrats, independents, Republicans, just common sense people. If your business, whatever it is, in your business, somebody was just an intern or they were the lowest level on the ladder, and they went out and shot a congressman, anybody, just, just went into a Kmart and just shot people. And they had a political agenda. They wanted to change the world. Do you know how much shame, how much ridicule you would receive? Now, I'm not even saying for political reasons, just... You would, how much shame would you heap on yourself and every employee there? How did we not see this? How did we not see this? And anybody who was responsible, if somebody did know that that's the kind of kook he was, they would absolutely, absolutely be fired. But imagine this you had a shooter go out who was a low level staffer, and now you have two low-level staffers working for you that are saying exactly the same kind of thing, and at best, let's just take and say they were both joking, which they were not. But let's just say they were. They're just talking big. Let me ask you. Your employees, the people that work for you, if you had an employee low-level that had left and shot people, and then you had two people that had that same position, and they were joking about it, do you doesn't not, matter. you got to fire him. And do you not think every employee would come down like a bag of bricks? It wouldn't be the yes. boss. It would be the lowest level employee next to him going, do you realize what that did to us? Do you realize what that meant to us? Do you realize what it feels like to have somebody go and they were with you mm-hmm. and they were killing people? Don't ever joke about that again. You would self-police that as an employee here This is the Bernie Sanders culture. This is who they are. And no matter what the press says, you don't care about political people being killed. You don't care about words leading to violence because you have two concrete examples coming from an organization that has already spawned one killer. And you do nothing. And why? I mean Bernie himself is talking revolution.
1: Now he might not mean the same revolution they do, but they they do. Th- we they just showed how they
0: mean it. He is a he is a guy who 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 has spent his life standing up for murderers and thugs in yeah. communist countries. Yes, he, is. he knows he knows that what the gulags are, but he believes the same kind of thing that these guys do. Oh, it wasn't so bad. We're worse. Wasn't so bad. And, you know, the rich people, they need to be taught a lesson. If you cannot stand for 40 years, especially after Mm -hmm. all of the files have come out and, and not say I was really wrong about the Soviet Union. They were monsters. You can't you cannot be that guy and believe anything different than what these people are saying. You just don't vocalize it. And in theory, like, we, we, it's easy to come on here and just,
1: you know, every time there's a bad story about some Bernie Sanders staffer, we could talk about it. We but don't. The, first of all, we didn't make a big deal about this. No. Because, right. you know, that could happen, right? You could have a crazy person in your organization. The fact that they're still in the organization and the media is not trying to get answers as to why these people mm. are the still in the organization. not even reporting it. Right. They ha- that's absolutely insane. These people have not been fired. Like it, If you don't want that in your organization, how can you leave it in your organization after knowing this stuff? If this I get a, that you don't like James O'Keefe, but that's not a reason. If this was the blaze, th- would they not be holding Glenn? Absolutely of responsible course, course that that person would. is still in your organization? It'd, be, it'd lead every broadcast on CNN and MSNBC. Every broadcast. It would. Every broadcast. And somehow, I, these they don't have to answer. I mean, the same thing nope. happened with... Uh, with ABC and the reporter uh about the Epstein thing. Mm-hmm. I mean they fired the person who they said was responsible who does not seem to be responsible and never had mm-hmm. to answer for it. Mm-hmm. That was C- they want the to go into CBS, thing. yeah.
0: This is what Adam Schiff. This is this is what's happening to the president as well. Adam Schiff's not going to be held responsible for out, out and out lying mm. about Lev Parnas. Not gonna, they're not gonna they're going say anything I read you the political article they're the ones who exposed the lie and said well it was probably a mischaracterization because he just assumed you don't assume anything when you are you are <laughs> holding a trial to impeach the President of the United States now maybe low-level staffers do but not the chairperson
1: yeah the lead manager right who's
0: making the case? <laughs> It's this despicable. is this is obscene, and I I I have to leave. I'm coming back to this probably tomorrow, um, but I'm 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 warning right now. Milwaukee could make 1968 Chicago look like a picnic. These people are serious. If there's violence, it's going. It's already here with Antifa, but it is going to come from a disgruntled Bernie Sanders supporter. They mean what they say.
1: So does Pat Gray, by the way, on Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, you should tune in, Get your, uh,
0: subscribe to the podcast, and go to the YouTube channel as well. Thank you very much, mm-hmm. Pat. You wake up in the morning, stretch your arms in the narrow beams of sunlight raking through your window, and you greet the day, and then you look up at the calendar. It's going to be a great day. <gasps> no. <laughs> it's the day your car warranty expires. And you know without even turning the key. How many days, how many minutes, how many weeks before this thing just doesn't work anymore? Because it seems like everything is timed for the warranty. What a conspiracy theorist. Anyway, that's why you need car shield. I don't care if your car has five thousand or hundred fifty thousand miles on it or, or you know what it is. Uh Car Shield can give you that protection that you need when you don't have a warranty anymore. Look, you can't work on your car like you used to be able to. Um, and sometimes just the sensors, just the little chips, are two thousand, three thousand dollars. Right now, CarShield covers your car. They they will pay the mechanic or the dealership themselves so you don't have to wait for the money from them. They provide twenty-four-seven roadside assistance, a rental car while yours is being fixed. It's all free. So don't let the expired car warranty change your life. Get covered with the ultimate and extended vehicle protection carshield.com. Mention the promo code Beck at carshield.com and save 10%. Or you can call them at 800-CAR-6000. 1-800-CAR-6000 or carshield.com. Promo code Beck. Deductible may apply.
3: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Uh, I warn the Democrats, you are in the final phase. I've been warning about this since 2004. We have to go back and find the tape. Since 2004, Michael Moore was sitting in the presidential box at the Democratic Convention, and I said, you have no idea who you're in bed with. These are revolutionaries. They're socialists. They believe it. You don't. In the end, they will control you, and if they can't control you, they'll kill you. You have AOC this week starting this process saying, you know, the Democrats, they're not really a party of the left. You now have Bernie Sanders people threatening if some—if Bernie Sanders doesn't get in. Uh, well, he's our only hope. These people will take it by hook or by crook. They are revolutionaries. Democrats, you better wake up because they're coming for you first. They're not coming for us. They're coming for you first, and they just refuse to see it. Peter Schweitzer is coming up next. Our sponsor is Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com. Keeps is a uh, a place where you can, you know, get, for instance, hair treatment. Uh, and if you are losing your hair, uh you want to go to the doctor and you you know well, you don't want to go to the doctor, but you wanna have your hair there and can you get the, the uh the treatments? Well, yes, it keeps you can and it's really easy. You don't have to go to the doctor, which I absolutely hate. Oh sorry the doctor's had a really busy day he's about he's running behind about an hour Oh really would you allow me to do that to you like his day is more important than mine anyway Keeps can save your hair without ever leaving your your home. Just snap a few pictures of your hair. A licensed doctor going to review the information, recommend the right treatment for you. It's keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash save. You'll get your first order of keeps hair loss treatment for 50% off. Um, The uh, the, the 60% of the men who try this actually experience regrowth. It's keeps dot com slash save. Go there now.
3: of entertainment and
0: enlightenment. As we go into this impeachment, we want to look at all of the the candidates. And especially now that we're in impeachment, we want to look at the candidate Joe Biden. Peter Schweitzer has uh, told us before uh, that Joe Biden is the most corrupt vice president we have ever had I've been reading his new book called Profiles in Corruption. It came out yesterday. Uh, and let me tell you something. If half of this is true, and I, I bet my life that it is because you couldn't publish it if it wasn't. And it comes with 100 pages of footnotes. Uh, so you're, it's really well researched. If half of what he says about Joe Biden is true, he has to be the most corrupt ever in office. But if all of it is true, we are looking at, we are looking at one of the biggest uh, robberies and one of the biggest thieves of American money, possibly in our nation's history. We go there with Peter Swiser next.
3: This is the Glenbeck Program.
0: You know, you owe it to yourself to be protected against data breaches because they're not going to stop. And when cyber criminals have access to your personal information, there's no end to the damage that they can do. But you not only owe it to yourself, what about the people who depend on you? How would something like your identity being stolen and used to ruin you and your credit affect the family? It's 2020 now. Protection is available. It's affordable and it's responsible. And as a responsible person, you should do it. This is why you need LifeLock. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats. Their agents will work to fix them if they happen. That's the best thing, because nobody can promise you that they're going to stop everything. But they have a dedicated team that knows exactly what to do if it happens. And that's the problem. You find out something happened. Oh, thanks for the alert. What do I do? They have a team of dedicated specialists ready just in case. Now nobody can prevent all identity theft, but man they are on the they are on the clock 24/7. Use the promo code beck and you're going to save 25% off your first year at lifelock.com. That's lifelock.com. Promo code beck or you can call 1-800-lifelock, 1-800-lifelock on the phone or online at lifelock.com. Remember, promo code beck and save 25%. Welcome to the program, Peter Swiser, best-selling author, uh, the author of Clinton Cash and uh, so many others. This is the abuse of power by America's progressive elite, the ones who all say they're fighting for you. No, they're not. They're robbing you, the American people blind. Uh, Profiles in Corruption is the name of the book. Peter, let's start with Joe Biden. I was blown away. At it's not just Hunter Biden, it's the whole family. And the story you tell about Joe Biden's brother. Is remarkable.
5: Yeah, Glenn, it's uh, great to be with you as always. Um, yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, we've talked about Hunter Biden before his deals in Ukraine and China Uh, But what you have in this book are what we call the Biden five. And these are the five family members who all cashed in during this period when Joe Biden was vice president. Um, One of those uh, is his brother, James Biden. Uh, James Biden, um, you know, got a lot of benefits by his brother being vice president of the United States. If you step back to November of 2010, a guy visits Joe Biden's uh, office in the White House named Kevin Justice. We know this from White House visitors logs. It's the only trip visit that he makes to the White House during the entire period. Kevin Justice is from Delaware. He's friends with the Bidens, and he has just set up a company called Hillstone International, which wants to get into the construction business. So he has this meeting in Biden's office. We don't know what was discussed, obviously. Three weeks later, Hillstone International announces that James Biden, Joe Biden's brother, is the new executive vice president of the company. Now, what's interesting about this, Glenn, is, as we found with Hunter and his deals, james biden has no experience or background in construction uh... He's, he's never held a job in it he's never been involved in it um, but that's only the beginning what happens next over the next six months is hillstone international this new company with joe biden's brother as the new executive vice president starts landing big contracts from the federal government they get a contract to build a hundred thousand homes in iraq It's part of a 35 billion dollar reconstruction deal in Iraq. Again, this. this But so uh, he's
0: so he had no experience, but he's a jack of all trades. Everybody in that family is (laughs) no experience uh, on building, but he had to have vast experience on getting the job done overseas in a war zone, though, right?
5: Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) No, no experience there either. Uh, Uh You know, in fact, when when the executives put up his biography um, on the company website, um, they described that he had, in their words, a unique ability to deal with government officials, and then noted, of course, who his brother was, the vice president of the United States. Um, But that was the first contract they got. They got a contract to do reconstruction work for the U.S. State Department uh, and and others. Um, And again, as always, is the problem with this stuff, Glenn, because of the way this corruption is handled. We don't know how much James Biden made. I'm sure he made a lot of money doing this. Um, He's not going to be cheap in this kind of arrangement. But it's the kind of sweetheart deal that you find repeated over and over again with five family members during the time that Joe Biden is president. And, Glenn, I've been on your show numerous times. We've talked about corrupt Democrats, corrupt Republicans. Being honest with you, I have never, ever, ever seen a situation with a politician that has five family members that were basically bagging money while, um, you know, they were in office.
0: Give me the give me the worst offender and then tell me about the other family members.
5: Oh, boy. I mean, worst offender is really hard because there's so many examples. I mean, the the Biden chapter in the book is 60 something pages long. Um, But let's go back to Hunter. Um, You know, Hunter. Uh, we talked before about Rosemont Seneca, the deals that he had in China, and we've talked about the deal he had in Ukraine. Uh, he had another uh, entity called Burnham uh, that he set up with his business partner, um, Devin Archer. Um, and we know now from court documents and cases um, that they were, by their account, taking in hundreds of millions of dollars from Kazakhs, Russians, and Chinese investors. Again, all of this happening while Joe Biden was vice president. It didn't happen before he was vice president. It hasn't happened since he's been vice president. So we can all draw our conclusions about what that money was for. But uh, for example, they talk in in corporate records about a $200 million deal. Uh, done with somebody named uh, Yelena Baterina. Now, if you go on Google and look up Yelena Baterina, it'll take you five, ten minutes to discover uh, that this Russian oligarch is widely believed uh, around the Western world to be tied to Russian organized crime. So these are the sorts of deals that, that that Hunter Biden was doing. We've got instances of his other brother Frank um, uh, doing deals in Costa Rica and in Jamaica, involved in projects that are getting taxpayer-backed loans.
0: Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Ex- explain that one because I, I, I talked about that one yesterday. It's amazing. Here's a guy who has, you know, again, jack of all trades. Every <laughs> member of this family is super entrepreneurial. He he goes to Costa Rica and he gets all these government backed loans to start this you know almost like this this uh you know super rich community building houses and golf courses and spas and everything else uh it's a it's a disaster uh and then he decides you know what i'm actually an entrepreneur uh in solar energy <laughs> <laughs> and he gets all these government-backed loans for a solar energy company in Jamaica, which also—how's it doing today? Is it really rocketing to the top now?
5: <laughs> yeah, no, you're exactly right. That—that's the pattern here. Um, again, these are uh, solar companies or real estate companies that he started after his brother became vice president. In the case of Costa Rica, you know, it's very, very clear. Uh, Joe Biden flies down to Costa Rica in uh, the spring of 2009. Uh, really, the first president or vice. Vice President to be in that country since Bill Clinton went 11 years earlier. So, this is a big deal to the Costa Ricans. And Joe goes there and, and talks about bringing all sorts of U.S. government aid, and we're going to help the Costa Ricans and all these things. Well, In the months that follows, his brother Frank is suddenly in Costa Rica, and he's meeting with the president of Costa Rica. He's meeting with the education commissioner. He's meeting with all these government officials. He gets letters of support for this real estate project that he wants to develop. Um, He gets uh, these exclusive agreements with the Costa Rican National Energy Company. And again, this is a guy who has no background in any of this. In Jamaica, you have a solar project that's developed. Uh, he sets up a company called Sun Fund Americas that gets the power purchase agreement, and the project is supported with a $47 million Obama-Biden administration taxpayer-backed loan. Um, and again, he has no background in in, in solar uh, energy.
0: So um, a couple of things. How much of this was known in and around Joe Biden? How much... How much of this would be shocking, actually shocking, to the people in the former administration or anybody on Capitol Hill? How widespread, how well-known is this corruption?
5: Uh, I don't think it's that well-known, and here's why. I mean, one of the things we talk about in the book, in in using the words of people around Joe Biden and uh, his family members, uh, the Biden political operation is a very close-run thing. It basically circles around the family and and a few other aides. Uh, you know, when he ran for president, uh his sister Valerie Biden was his campaign manager. Um we actually talk about her in the book as well, Glenn, uh how she was running Joe Biden's campaign and she funneled two and a half million dollars from his campaigns into her own consulting firm. Um, but, you know, to answer your question, I think a lot of this stuff is going to come as a surprise. The Bidens always talk about the importance of family. And look, I believe that's a great virtue. But when you use it to self-enrich your family, you're not talking about family values. You're talking about mafia-like operations. Right. And so, that's precisely what they've done.
0: All right. So let me ask you this, because Joe Biden, uh, you know, he's had tragedy in his life, et etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You see how out of control his, his uh, son, Hunter, is just really a sad sad case so do you take away from your research on the bidens is is joe biden a good parent like Lori laughlin is that you know she does really bad things but she's doing it for the love of her daughter or is he more of a logan roy uh and hunter is kind of kendall roy i don't know if you watch uh the succession on hbo but which is
5: Yeah, no, I'm, yeah I'm, no, I'm familiar with it. I, I think that's a great question. I, it's always hard to get into the mind of people. Um, you know, we are all about follow the money and paper trail. I think that Joe Biden, um, you know, takes fact in, it takes pride in the fact that he is a powerful man. I mean, I'll just give you a small illustration of what I mean. I mean, Joe Biden has said for years that he is the Amtrak senator and he's just regular Joe and he gets on Amtrak and he rides Amtrak, you know, all the time and it makes him a regular guy, which... Everybody has heard that story. Well, we looked into this, and we actually found local Delaware press accounts. The other side of that story, yes, Joe Biden uh, did ride Amtrak all the time, but you know what he also did, Glenn? If he was running late, he would call Amtrak and have them hold the train for him. The entire train would be held, commuters be damned, until he arrived. Uh, that, to me, is evidence of the fact that this is somebody who enjoys power. He doesn't mind using power, and he believes that you know, power is something that, that, that he deserves to have. He believes he's doing great things for his constituents and for the country. Why not be able to do great things for his family as well uh, by allowing them and helping them to secure all these uh, deals?
0: How much money do you think has passed through the Biden's hands?
5: It's impossible to know. I mean, it's certainly, uh, when you look at all of it, it, it's in the tens of millions um, in terms of, I think, actually to them over the course of years. But it it could be more than that. And that's part of the problem. So much of this is so murky. And some of it, Glenn, is so intangible. I mean, you know, another story, his daughter Ashley, uh, this case involving his daughter Ashley, in June of 2011, Joe Biden ushers these two executives from this new company called Startup Health into the Oval Office to meet with Barack Obama. This company doesn't have a website, they don't even have a business plan. These executives get their picture with Barack Obama, they put that up on the website, uh, and then the next day they are uh, sort of the hallmarks of this big federal government conference on healthcare data. Now, Startup Health is an investment firm. They want to invest in healthcare companies. That's what they do. So, over the next five years, Startup Health brings its investors together, brings its partners together, and the sitting Vice President of the United States, Joe Biden, goes to these closed sessions. And speaks to these audiences and briefs them on what's going on in Obama administration healthcare policy. Um, oh the, 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 the chief medical officer for that company is married to Ashley Biden, it's his son in law. And he described in the interview he gave in this very obscure trade publication how all of this happened. You know, I was talking to my father-in-law on the phone. I told him about this company. He said, great, come by. I want to introduce you to Barack. Um, You know, this is the classic sort of inside corrupt deal. And if you could imagine the Trumps doing something like that, I mean, everybody, of course, would, would be outraged in Washington. I would be upset and outraged by it as well. But the Trumps haven't done that. The Bidens have. And yet there seems to be zero curiosity and interest by people in Washington, D.C. for this kind of conduct. Uh,
0: because it seems like many of them are involved in, in the get-rich-quick schemes uh, that comes with their uh, their office, including people like Bernie Sanders. We'll continue our conversation here in just a second. The name of the book is Profiles in Corruption uh, by Peter Swiser, and it is not... It's, uh, it's so well written, he's a good storyteller, but it is not something that is light. The last over 100 pages are fine print footnotes, so you could go look it all up yourself. This is not a man's opinion. This is a, uh, this is a journalistic work, and uh, I haven't seen one of those in quite some time. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, there's plenty of things that could happen in, you know, in your, quote, perfect world. Unmanageable credit card debt, a job layoff, a medical emergency, car trouble. And it just, just, when it rains, it pours, it seems. We don't live in a perfect world. We we live in the world that we're, we're living in now. And debt tends to feed on itself. And so while you're carrying that every heavier burden on your shoulders, it can be really easy to lose hope. But I want you to know you don't have to be there. You will make it through this. If you take 10 minutes out of your day today, you could get a free mortgage review from the good people over at American Financing and learn about refinancing your debt into your mortgage. Um, it, it, maybe it's not right for you, but it's right for a lot of people and their clients. Even if you, even if you bought your house in 2018, a refi... Can save you hundreds of dollars a month. Some people are saving, you know, a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars a month. Please just check this out and get rid of that debt. American Financing, family-owned and operated, salary-based mortgage consultants that work for you and not the bank. Just make that phone call at eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty. It's eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty or americanfinancing.net. That's americanfinancing.net. Ten seconds. Station ID. Peter Swiser, I I uh, I would like to uh, sit down with you and develop a series on uh, this book, because this is it's remarkable what's going on and nobody is paying attention to it. And you have taken all of the front runners of the Democratic Party and shown where they are really corrupt and dirty. Let's go to Bernie Sanders, because people think, oh, no, he's for the little people, although. He was a little person, and now he's worth millions of dollars. How does that happen in Congress as a public servant? But let's let's spend a few minutes on Bernie Sanders.
5: Sure. Uh, you know, Bernie Sanders is an interesting case uh, because Bernie Sanders really since the 1970s has railed against... Uh, millionaires and billionaires in politics. And he used that phrase uh, for about 37 years, uh, and then he stopped using that phrase. He said he was only concerned about billionaires in mm-hmm. politics because he's now become a millionaire. And it's, it's been an interesting uh, path to how he's done it. The first thing that emerges, I mean, the Bernie Sanders chapter in the book is probably 40 pages long, something like that. And, and, you know, what you find is from the earliest days when he was mayor of um, Burlington, Vermont, one of the first things he did was put his girlfriend, later wife, Jane, on the payroll. Now, the city council never authorized this. He created a position that was not funded. But Bernie's attitude was, be damned. I want my girlfriend on the payroll, she's on the payroll. And from that point forward, there has been a strategy by him to use his government positions, to use campaign funds, to use other resources to enrich his family. So when he started running for Congress, he discovered this loophole that other people in Washington, D.C. have learned, uh, which involves media buys. So, Glenn, if you were running for senator of Texas, and I was the media buyer for your campaign, and you spent a million dollars on television ads, I would basically take a 15% fee or commission for placing those ads. I would get $150,000. The challenge is, it would not have to be disclosed anywhere. Nobody knows that I got that $150,000, because the only thing that shows up is the large sum of $1 million. Well, Bernie Sanders figured this out, so of course, what did he do? He made his wife his media buyer. Um, And it's hard to know exactly how much money they made, um, but if you follow some of the money in paper trail, it's at least $150,000 while he was in Congress. The big payday on this for someone, we don't know yet, but we have our suspicions, came when Bernie Sanders ran for president of the United States in 2016. Now he spent $83 million on media buys, $83 million. So the commission on that is what, $12 million, something like that. Who did the media buying for him? Well we don't really know, because that $83 million went through a company called Old Town Media which is registered to a private residential home on a cul-de-sac in Virginia.
0: Oh, my gosh. Um, Hang on just a say, there's, mo- there's more There's uh, more on this and, uh, and other with Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, all of them uh, with Peter Swiser. We'll go back to Peter next. I wish these people would just be as good at government as they
1: are at scamming. They, right? This
0: would we'd be, this would we be would the most be, efficient place in the world. If they put their attention on making America profitable and 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 strong imagine what we could get done as your phone falls twirling towards the sidewalk everything seems to slow down no you hear in your head your life flashes in front of your eyes you haven't had it that long there's 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 so much to see yet you're wondering if it's going to break you didn't buy a case for it after all ah oh, i should have gotten the insurance no Protecting your devices on the outside is a no brainer. Why wouldn't protecting them on the inside be the same? Cyber criminals love to watch your activity and steal your information. When you're on an unsecured network, even if you have a you know, a, a password, it doesn't matter. It gives them the right to go and monitor you. With Norton 360, you have layers of protection, including real-time device security, a secure VPN with bank-grade encryption, your passwords, your credit card information... All of it is stored and safe. Protect your devices from the outside and the inside. And right now, get 50% off your first year with the annual subscription at norton.com slash That's norton.com slash 50% off terms to apply. Even applies to Jeff Bezos, we're learning today. Yes. Uh,
1: by the way, Peter Schweitzer coming up with more here in just a second, including the truth from Bernie Sanders.
0: So, Peter Schweizer, he is a uh, New York Times bestselling author. He is a guy who has taken on both the left and the right, doing his journalistic uh, job, Profiles in Corruption. You're clearly in New York, aren't you, Peter?
5: <laughs> How'd you
0: guess? <laughs> I, I know the sound of that city. Could be 3 a.m. or 3 p.m. That's what it sounds like.
5: You are right. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, so... Um, <laughs> Uh, We were talking about Bernie Sanders and you were starting to tell the story about this 80 or 85 million uh, million dollar campaign uh, that was on television and ad buying the last campaign. You don't know who was doing the buying for that, but that's 15 percent of that money went to that person. It used to be his wife. It still could be his wife, I would imagine.
5: Well, yes, the the home, so this, of course, went through Old Town Media, which was just set up in a home in suburban Virginia, uh, was linked to uh, two uh, former aides um, that were friends of Jane's that were involved in the media buys before. Now, Jane Sanders was actually asked by a Vermont reporter, a progressive, uh, about this during the 2016 campaign. What did she know about Old Town Media? Was she connected to Old Town Media? Her answer, Glenn, was she hung up the phone. Um, so, you know, we don't know, but what we do know is there's been this pattern with the Sanders family in the past. Um, you know, again, when Bernie Sanders was running for Congress, um, Jane Sanders and her kids actually set up a company uh, called um, Sanders Media um, through which they became a contractor for his campaign. Uh, so the pattern certainly uh, uh, fits. Um, and the final piece to this media buying campaign is after that 2016 loss. Um, what Bernie did was he set up this 501c4 political action group to sort of carry on the revolution Um, and when it was announced that basically that company or sorry that entity was going to engage in massive media buying half a dozen of the uh, staffers of that group quit in protest because they said uh this is not what we signed up for we thought this was going to be a grassroots campaign and all this is going to do is make media buyers wealthy so this is a huge problem and because the disclosure laws do not require you to disclose who's actually getting the commissions for the media buys We just simply don't know, but we have our suspicions.
0: Can you tell the Burlington College story quickly? Is it-
5: yeah, Burlington College. Um, Jane Sanders uh, is appointed president of the college. Uh, the college board says the reason they picked her essentially was because Bernie was a senator and they thought he could help. Um, she wants to expand the college. They get help from, from, from some very wealthy uh, Vermont uh, families uh, to help that expansion take place. Uh, this is an unknown side of Bernie Sanders. Um, he does not dislike rich people. He only dislikes certain rich people. Mm-hmm. Those that agree with him and support his activities, he's very supportive of, but basically, what happens is Burlington college can 't make the payments um, uh, to uh, to pay for this loan that they 've taken out to expand. Part of the problem is that Jane Sanders as president of the college, funnels uh, about half a million dollars of the college's money uh, to her daughter's woodworking uh, school, which is unaccredited. It's unclear whether the college um, uh, committee or leadership even approved that transaction, but the college basically collapsed, and there's been a lot of scandal around it because the claims are that Jane Sanders made a lot of claims about money that was promised to the college to make this happen, When uh, investigators, including the FBI, went and met with those individuals, they said, no, I never made that pledge. So there have been allegations that there were fraud uh, on these uh, applications to get the bank loans to begin with.
0: What do you think his supporters do if they would ever, you know, pick up your book and read uh, this? Do you think, I mean, you know, I think these young kids, they believe it and they believe he's just an old fart that has been saying these things and he believes it. At least he's honest and When you look at the corruption, I mean, it's the way the Soviet Union works. I mean, you know, or used to work um, where you, you know, if you're part of the political elite, you get a special lane on the highway. What do you think his his deep supporters would think of what you outline in the book?
5: Well, I think uh, they would be shocked if they looked at it. What I would say to them, even if you don't want to buy the book, what I would encourage Bernie Sanders supporters to do is look at his rhetoric, uh, where he says he's a socialist, he does not like corporate America, he believes corporations are evil, and then actually look at his investment portfolio. Um, His investment portfolio is in blue-chip Fortune 500 stock He, by the way, this is very interesting, Glenn, you know, a lot of people know there's this phenomenon of sort of socially responsible investment funds and, Mm Bernie doesn't invest in those. Bernie invests in Fortune 500 company stock. When Jane ran Burlington College, they had a small endowment. Uh, They had stock in tobacco companies. They had stock in pharmaceutical companies, chemical companies. There is a yawning gap between Mm -hmm. how Bernie Sanders thinks we should live our lives and the way that he and his wife actually live their life.
0: Uh, Elizabeth Warren, in your book, Profiles of Corruption. Take her on. She's Chapter 5.
5: Yes. Uh, So Elizabeth Warren, um, it's kind of a a three-layer cake of corruption. It involves her, it involves uh, her daughter, and it involves her son-in-law, beginning with her very quickly. A lot of people don't realize in the mid-1990s, Elizabeth Warren was hired by Congress and paid by taxpayers to rewrite a portion of corporate bankruptcy law. She did that for three years. What did she do after she rewrote that law? And she says in legal documents she actually wrote the law. She hired herself out to major corporations to help them use the law to their advantage.
0: Oh, my.
5: Gosh. I mean, this is, this, is the, this is the consummate insider Washington deal, right? We hear about this all the time. And in fact, um, and I would agree with her on this, Elizabeth Warren has condemned other people who have done it. She did that very thing. She got uh, huge paydays from companies like Dow Chemical, Armstrong Worldwide, uh, companies that were having problems with you know, um, uh, litigation involving asbestos and, and breast implants, uh, made millions of dollars uh, doing that. Um, it's a classic self-enrichment scheme. So that's the first thing that I think is troubling. The, the the chapter on Elizabeth Warren's, you know, probably 40 pages long. There's a lot of material there. I'm just skimming over it. If you go to the second um, part in that, that would be looking at her daughter Amelia uh, Tiagi. They're very very close. Uh, uh, And Amelia um, had helped start a company called BTG um, in 2007, um, and uh, BTG was looking for capital and was looking for advisors uh, to help this business really go. Well, Elizabeth Warren, if you remember in 2008, is selected by Congress by Harry Reid to be the chairman of the Oversight Committee for TARP. Mm -hmm. TARP was the committee that was sending out huge sums of money bailing out Wall Street firms. Mm -hmm and Elizabeth Warren becomes the chairman of that oversight committee. When she meets with Harry Reid, her daughter Amelia actually comes with her to the meeting. Well, here's what's interesting, what happens over the next week. Wait,
0: wait, wait. Was it bring your daughter to work day?
5: (laughs) I'll have to check that. Okay, because that could
0: explain all of this. All right, go ahead.
5: Um, Here's what's interesting. In the six to eight months following Elizabeth Warren's appointment to the TARP oversight committee, two things happen. TARP bails out major Wall Street investment firms. During the same period, uh, her daughter's new company gets new investors and new advisors from the same firms that are being bailed out by TARP. Um, What you you find is that when Elizabeth Warren joins the United States Senate, uh, this company, uh, BTG, uh, actually starts taking on government clients. Um, entities like the corporation for public broadcasting that elizabeth warren is pushing legislation for uh... for greater government funding so that's the, the second layer of the cake the final one which i think is probably the most troubling Involves her son-in-law, Sushil Tiagi, a very, very bright guy, Uh, came over from India, met uh, Elizabeth Warren's daughter at Wharton Business School at the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, He has a lot of business activities. He's very entrepreneurial, but he has one entity called Tricolor. Uh, films that he started. Uh, He's taken down the website, but on the website, which we were able to recover, it talks about their business model is making films that are funded and in partnership with foreign governments, which is certainly a unique business model. Well, Here's the the stunning part. Uh, He does one film that is financed by the Iranian government. Um, And that's not speculation. That is not – we actually have the film credits. We actually have the documents. The son-in-law is the only – the sole producer on this film. Uh, And the financiers are these Iranian government agencies. These Iranian government agencies, by the way, uh, also uh, fund and participate in things like Al-Quds Day, which is a a very anti-Semitic celebration in Iran. it's
0: It's the morning of the loss of Jerusalem and yes. the vow to get it back by blood.
5: Exactly, that's exactly right. Well, the, the same government entities that financed his film uh, also are very active in Al Quds Day, oh. and in the in the film credits, in the film credits, one of the entities that they give credit and thanks to is the um, uh, Iranian Revolutionary Guard Air Force. I don't know what their participation was in the film, but this, to me, speaks of a of a uh, willingness. Uh, to work with some really, really, really nasty people around the world. And that's something that I think, again, we need to have more information on. Are there other governments? You know, He talks about working with foreign governments. Did he work with other governments on films? That's, I think, a legitimate question that people should ask.
0: You know, when I was looking into Ukraine, I see that a lot of people, are doing what the uh, you know Bidens were doing over in Ukraine to one degree or another. Nothing yeah. like the yeah. Bidens, but it is it's rampant. Uh, uh, do you ever see anybody ever trying to clean this up? Are there are there people that are that are decent enough in Congress and in the administration or in the Senate that will actually take this on?
5: Uh, I I think there are some that want to. I think the problem is right now, as you correctly point out, is this is a bipartisan problem. Um, And whenever there's an opportunity for both political sides for people to make money, um, you're going to have a hard time getting a consensus because you have very good people that are are honest and want to have this go away, and they they are actually in both political parties. But you also have more powerful people generally in both political parties that either – wink and nod or actually participate in this kind of corruption. The only thing that they understand, Glenn, is exposure and uh, embarrassment um, and shame. There is um, that's of that, the though. only thing that leads them. You know, we, uh, uh, I wrote a book back in 2011 on insider trading by members of Congress on the stock market. Mm. I came on your show. We talked about it. Uh, it was on 60 Minutes. Um, Congress did not want to deal with it. They were basically forced to, three months later, pass a bill, which they've now kind of gutted. But they were forced to at least pass a bill making it illegal for members of Congress to engage in insider trading. So but they you, will
0: act. But those are those are different days. I mean, look at what's happening with this impeachment. There's no yeah. amount of shame. There's no there's no one holding anyone accountable anymore.
5: Right. I, I agree with you completely, and it's, it's a very sad day. We, we have a binary situation, and people do not want to call out somebody on their own side uh, because they think somehow it's, it's going to lead to the, compl- the collapse of their side. And what I just tell people is nobody is irreplaceable. If, if you are a, 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 you know, a Democrat um, and you hate Donald Trump – Uh, Joe Biden is not your savior. There are other people that can that can perform that duty. I would say the same thing to Republicans, Republicans that are, you know, officials that are corrupt. There are other people, good people that can take their place. So I just urge everybody never fall into the trap of saying I'm going to accept whatever. Anything that this individual does, uh, because we're afraid of losing them, because there are other people that can step up and take those.
0: Peter Schweizer, he is the author of the book uh, "Profiles in Corruption." I literally have thirty seconds. Any chance do you believe that Hunter Biden will have to be will have to testify?
5: I think there's a pretty small chance. I think he should, but I just think that they're going to make a pact, and it's not going to happen. Yeah,
0: Peter Schweitzer, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again. "Profiles in Corruption." It is really well worth any price that you're paying for it what is it Twenty twenty-five 25 bucks in hardcover 29 bucks in hardcover a hundred pages of footnotes and it is it's jaw-dropping jaw-dropping profiles in corruption uh certain kinds of pain that things like ibuprofen just don't touch and i mean even the hit you with a rolling pin kind of ibuprofen where you're looking at the doctor. No, no, not 800 milligrams of ibuprofen. I know. Can you handle that? Oh, I could be strung out for weeks on that one, doc. You, When you have constant and frequent pain, the inflammation in your body sometimes just can't be beaten with 800 milligrams of ibuprofen. And so what do you do? I was talking to a woman who was in my studios yesterday. She heard about the relief factor on my program. She started taking it. She had been on narcotics, uh, on, on opioids for 12 years because she just could not get off of them because of her pain. They had her on fentanyl of all things. And her husband said she was just lifeless. She was just, you know, a zombie most of the time. She came into my studios yesterday to thank me. And I'm like, I didn't have anything to do with it. She's like, no, I believed that there could be something else. And so I tried it. She said, I am off all other medication for the first time in 12 years. There's nothing better than that. It works. It works. And it's 100% natural relieffactor.com. Please just try it and get your life back. 800-583-84, 800-583-84 or relieffactor.com. This is the Glenn
3: Beck Program.
0: You know, Stu, let me ask you a question. Um, In talking to Peter, he talks about how all of these family members of Sanders and Warren and Biden, they're all getting these jobs because of the connection to the candidate. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're making millions of dollars. My children, my older children are disgusted when they feel, uh, I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with them, and and they'll and they'll say, "Dad, I'm not going to do something with them." They're only really interested because you're part of it. I don't want anything to do right, with that. Right. Uh, my wife, I'll say, "Hey, come with me to this," and she's like, "They're not interested in me. They're only asking me because then you'll go." You know, and they they're disgusted by that. Right. It, it would be annoying. I would think it would be. Yeah. Who are these families that like? That are saying like, oh, yeah, dad, that's great. Yeah, I'll be the little pawn here and we'll just funnel the money through me and we'll set up these dummy corporations. I mean, that's just despicable. Yeah, just despicable. it starts with, you know, this is the way of the world and just escalates and
1: escalates and escalates and escalates until but it's just But at the same business. time, they're
0: saying that that's the way of the world that we want to change and stop. Oh, yeah. They're but lying. they do it. Oh, they're lying. I, I forgot oh, to throw that in. didn't put that. forget, you know, see, put that.
1: forget <laughs> that sometimes.
3: You're listening to Glenn.
0: All right, new year deserves a new pair of DeCovis boots. Start strong with that feeling of confidence and comfort that only comes with a real high-quality pair of Western boots. Even if you've never worn cowboy boots before, Tecovis has the perfect pair for you. Tecovis boots, they're made to honor the cowboy in all of us. And I don't care where you live, there is a part of you that's cowboy, honorable in your daily dealings, authentic in the way we live, committed to the ideals that built the greatness that is America. And every pair is handmade with high-quality, full-grain leathers by world-class bootmakers with no shortcuts or compromises ever. The styles are classic and handsome up, any room they're in, and when you wear your Tecovis, I mean, you shouldn't kick down any doors, but it's good to know that you probably could. Tecovis—they haven't forgotten about Middle America. Instead, they cut out the middleman, so you pay a fair price. Plus, free shipping and exchanges makes it simple. So, find your pair at Tecovis.com/back. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com/back. Tecovis, Western goods for new frontiers. Bernie Sanders wins in Iowa, which I don't think will happen. And write this down, because I want to talk about it tomorrow. Why Bernie Sanders, I think, will not win in Iowa. What's really going to happen Mm. um, on tomorrow's program. Uh, If he wins, you're going to see the Democratic knives coming out for that guy. Because... They're making their move uh, against the Democratic Party, and you saw it with AOC yesterday. Mm-hmm. All right, an amazing story uh, from somebody who's running against Ilhan Omar in in Minnesota next. You know, we focus so much as a society now on the problems and and also on the bad people that sometimes we miss the solutions and the good people. And perhaps this time it's one in the same. I wanna introduce you to somebody that could make a profound impact in Washington, DC. And let her tell her story uh, of why she's willing to do it in one minute.
3: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: So Steve Dace, who is on uh, Blaze Radio and TV um, right after this program every day, he said that he believes it's highly possible that Bernie Sanders is going to get the nod for the Democratic primaries. Now, he thinks it's going to be a brokered convention, but, you know, it's it's possible that that happens If that's true, if he becomes the the primary competitor against Donald Trump, you are going to see a stock market crash. Uh, If he actually would become president, he or I think Elizabeth Warren, but definitely Sanders, we will go into a depression, which is weird because it could accelerate uh, Bernie into office because everybody would blame it on Trump. But it would be the stock market and business people freaking out. The world can change this summer. It can change next fall. Are you prepared? Please spread your risk out. And I ask you to call uh, Goldline right now and talk to them. They've got something going on right now. Uh, they have an IRA special on their gold legal tender bars that will reimburse your IA, uh, IRA IRA. Uh, custodial fees for up to 10 years if you're concerned about where the markets are going you owe it to yourself to do your homework and find out there was just a story i'm not going to be able to get to it today um that uh one of the big investment houses said this is go- that this this ponzi scheme that is being run by the fed is going to end at some point point. And they're right. It is a Ponzi scheme. Oh, look at the stock market. It's doing so well. The Fed just dumped another $90 billion into uh, into the in- investment houses. This, this is, it's not going to last. Please, please consider yourself um, fortunate to be aware of these things and now do something about it. The world can change this year. 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Go there now. If you are a longtime listener of this program, you know... Um, how I feel about, uh, Elon Omar. And it has nothing to do with her heritage or her religion. It has everything to do with, um, with who she is, how she got here, the marriage of her brother, all of this stuff, the coziness, uh, with the attorney general, Keith Ellison in, uh, Minnesota. And what I think is being done in Minnesota to the good immigrants that are coming from hellholes, and now afraid to speak out in their own uh, in their own neighborhoods uh, because nothing's changed. It's it's the same people running their neighborhoods that were running their country in some cases. Now what are you going to do about it? Is anybody an investigator? Well, there's news on that front. We'll get to in a, in a few minutes, but there's also an election coming up. And Elon uh, Omar, her seat is up. And uh, where are you going to find a Republican that could possibly replace this Muslim, well-spoken, well-educated, beautiful woman? How how are you going to compete? Well, another well-educated, really well-spoken, beautiful Muslim woman has stepped to the plate. Her name is Dahlia Al Al aqidi and she is actually from Saddam Hussein. She fled uh, Iraq under Saddam Hussein. She became an American citizen, and she takes it really seriously. Dahlia is running for her seat. Uh, Her email or her website is DahliaForCongress.com. I wanted to introduce you to her. Hi, Dahlia. How are you?
6: Good morning. You made me smile.
0: (laughs) Well, good. I'm glad. Uh, so, Dahlia, you're running in Minnesota against somebody who is connected to the, the power, um, who has gotten away with a whole bunch of stuff, and a, in a society that I can't imagine looks on a Republican fondly. How are you going to win
6: Uh, First of all, thank you so much for having me uh, on your show. Um, Alhan Omar didn't really have a uh, a real uh, opponent when she ran in 2016. Um, That's where I come in. Um, I believe that she's doing irreparable harm to Minnesota and to uh, just, you stated it, to her own people and to the U.S. in general. Um I'm qualified because we come from similar backgrounds, but we couldn't be furthermore. She uses her accusation her ready accusations every time you criticize her for not doing her job as a representative for the fifth district of Minnesota, she has her ready accusations. You're either anti-immigrant, you're either anti-Muslim, you're anti-refugees, and so and so and so. And we all, America, uh, got uh, uh, really used to her accusations. So what I bring into the table that I neutralize her uh, rhetoric. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am a woman. We came from similar backgrounds. Uh, I use my life experience to expose oppression and boost uh, uh, and boost the U.S. and the the land of the free. While she does the oppo- the the opposite. The residents of her of our district now want actual results. They don't want scandals. They don't want sound bites. Um, what I bring to the table as I bring issues with my international um, journalistic background helped me and gave me the ability to connect with wide uh, variety of people from different backgrounds and different outlets. So I'm here and I will be running for the next 10 months to represent all of the people in the district. And I would not say I would represent the Muslims, I would not say I would represent the Jews I would represent every resident of this district regardless of his or her faith color or political affiliate
0: So you left persecution uh by Saddam Hussein can you tell me a little bit about what that was like the persecution and leaving without anything
6: Oh god this is uh this is hard I mean um no matter how people read and and search about it, it's so different than what you living as a young adult under a, a tyranny. Um, Saddam Hussein was a brutal dictator. We had to flee the country. My mother, my little brother, a toddler, and I under uh, uh, under very secretive. Circumstances that we didn't even tell. I didn't even tell my favorite grandmother. I didn't tell anybody. We had to flee in order to be free. Uh, uh, people don't understand how it is to live under uh, uh, tyranny, under oppression. People don't understand it. People don't appreciate freedom until they lose it. And,
0: But you were kind of part of a... Of an underground, if you will. You you know or knew Christopher Stevens. He was the U.S. ambassador to Libya that was killed in Benghazi. And, and he actually helped you become politically active uh, in Libya. Is that right?
6: Uh, no, let, let me just correct uh, okay. a, a few things. I've met uh, right after we fled Iraq. I was extremely uh, active. Against uh, Saddam's regime and, and the, against the uh, the dictatorship right. of, of of Saddam Hussein, I've met Chris Stevens, who became a very good friend of mine in Saudi Arabia. Back then, he was uh, uh, appointed in uh, the U.S. Embassy in Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. and uh, he's the one who convinced me that. A person like me, with dreams, with ambitions, should flourish in the United States of America. And he's the one who worked so hard to get us to the United States. and And that's why when uh, the Benghazi um, uh, the Benghazi uh, yeah. catastrophe was extremely personal to me. And that's why when uh, when the The incident happened at the u s embassy in Baghdad. It was for me, I was on my toes looking and I was so proud of President Trump that he took the the right decision and sorry, he disappointed the liberals because we did not have a second Benghazi. President Trump took the right decision uh to protect the u s embassy to protect us because it was an attack on a US soil.
0: So L- 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 Delia if I may I just uh, I'm going to run out of time and, and I know we're going to spend more time on TV tonight but I I I want to ask you so you are a you're an American citizen and on the outside if you look at uh Elon Omar and and what the outside would say about her district it's a very closed off community um and and you would assume because she represents them not loving america it, what is the discontent that you see in that district that would take a refugee that live the same life you have i mean you have everything in common except you don't hate america is uh, it, uh,
6: no let me let me correct it except i love america yes That's a difference.
0: yes so, so what is it, what is the actual temperature on the ground of that district? Who are they and what are they like? And, uh, and is there buyer's remorse with Elon? What, what is happening on the ground there?
6: Not anymore. Not anymore. People, people are really tired of her hatred. People are tired of her not doing anything for their, uh, for the district. She, she uh, if you look at her record, she didn't have anything uh to offer to her district but scandals. Uh, the people of of the district really need somebody that serves them. The residents want actual resorts. Uh, sorry, results. They want uh, they want somebody uh who uh who could serve them. Yes. Uh, there is a big somali community in in this district but do you think that all of them are no. behind her no this is absolutely not because these i mean she's harming them before harming anybody else i agree the uh, the community uh, they don't want to sit in their houses and waiting for handouts uh, uh, uh they have educated people that they have hardworking people that they need to to uh to improve their lives not waiting for a hand to throw them a bone here or throw them a bone there and that's um that, that i would blame them a, a bit on the mainstream not a bit a lot on the mainstream media, because they do not portray the residents of the uh, of the district, as well as you have more liberals there than any probably in any other state i mean and any other district, which makes my 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 work hard uh, but these people as well want a better life we have in, in the district we have an extremely important issue uh, which is uh, security and safety the streets of this district is not safe anymore people are, are are worried to send their kids to school this is number one this is this is number one on my platform that if you want that better education and if you want better uh, uh, better health everything sounds good but Number one, feel safe to to walk in the uh, in the streets. Feel mm-hmm. feel safe that you're protected. Ilhan Omar is calling to abolish police and is calling to minimize the police presence uh, presence in in uh, in the district streets. How can I send my kid to school if I know that he could get killed? And the and and, and by the way, the crime rate in the district is going. High and somebody needs to stop it. We have gangs, we have problems on the streets of our district.
0: Dahlia um, yes. uh, Alakidi is the name of the candidate that is running for Elon uh, Omar's seat. She is a proud immigrant who loves America. She is a conservative Republican uh, and really kind of tailor made uh, for for this exact race. We wish you uh, all the luck. If you would like to find out more about her district and more about uh, if you can get involved or you can help, it's dahlia congresscom That's D-A-L-I-A4Congress.com. dalia forcongress.com. congresscom Dahlia, thank you so much. We'll have more of a conversation uh, later uh, at uh, 5 o'clock, and I want to kind of get into some of the Elon Omar stuff uh, with her. Zip Recruiter. Larry over in accounting decided that it would be a great day to cook rainbow trout in the microwave and four of your employees are about to quit because now everything smells like fish. The bad part, the one who doesn't want to quit is Larry. You you know what? You need to clean house sometimes. Fish is too much. It's just too no, much you in the can't, microwave. You, you
1: microwave fish at work. You, I, you, you don't are, even get unemployment. You're in right, I'm No,
0: and I think the courts would back you up. Mm-hmm. So ZipRecruiter can get Larry out of there and you'll find somebody and you can even say, and I don't want him cooking fish. In fact, I want him to really despise people who cook fish in the microwave. (laughs) They'll find that person for you. They have powerful matching technology. They scan hundreds of resumes, thousands of resumes to find the people with the right experience, the right qualifications. They want to live in your area. They want to do the kind of work that you're looking for and they invite them to apply for your job. So as applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes Every single one, and then they highlight the top candidates so you're not having just to sift through all of them whilst everything smells like fish. Zip Recruiter, try it for free right now. The web address ziprecruitercom Beck. That's ziprecruitercom Beck. Try it now for free. ziprecruitercom BECK. The smartest way to hire. 10 seconds, station ID. Welcome to the uh, program. Let me just give you a couple of uh, stories uh, that, to me, seem pretty obvious. Uh, the Irish Post is reporting today, study finds people have less sex after the Pope visits. That falls into the category of, gee, you think so? I mean...
1: After the Pope visits, they have less sex? Yeah. Why is that a, an obvious... Uh, for me? Yeah.
0: I mean, is it, well, I Well, mean... I've never been in church and thought, man... I'm feeling quite randy. <laughs> no, I... and I've and I've been around the Pope, and mm-hmm. the the thoughts of I got to get back home and have some se-, just doesn't.
1: I believe though uh, there's a an encouragement to have a large family, right? I mean, I, I, that's kind of part of the traditions, I would say, of Catholicism.
0: Well, what they're finding now is that he is birth control. Okay, so when he goes in, this is according to the Irish Post. Uh, a study from the University of Brighton found that when he goes in to a place, and he talks to people, abortion rates decline up to a fifth in the 14 months following a visit from him. Now, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. At all. That's the, great. Because, you
1: you know, maybe you'd be thinking about that in a more moral terms rather than pragmatic
0: terms. Mm-hmm. So they also found that birth uh, birth rates uh you know nine months later and and uh and eight up to eighteen months later uh are uh are stabilized uh and uh, and maybe even a little down and they think that 's because people are either using birth control because you know uh well I guess Catholics can 't do that i mean yeah they're not it, supposed to yeah um, uh and so they think that it's it 's either contraception or uh and being more responsible or 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 just having less sex. We should have the Pope, like, just
1: set up shop in Hollywood. Wouldn't that be great? All the time. <laughs> Move the Vatican
0: to Hollywood? <laughs> I, just, I think it might, it, it, might, it might help.
1: No more child stars. Yeah. Uh, but that's going to save us a lot of headlines in TMZ later on. That's the good thing. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> of course, this
0: Pope probably would fit in. He'd be at Spago's. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Taking meetings, wearing sunglasses. You're like, aren't you the Pope? Yeah, babe. Don't worry about it. Chill. Relax. Take your tie off take that weird
1: collar off <laughs> isn't it weird that there's two popes The guy that, that we have two living popes it's very are you rare. watching that show that no popes? I, i've no. been hearing about it though have okay. you watched it no i haven't watched it i think it's interesting like he came out uh the the not the one that's in office I mean, I'm, these yeah, are I'm, uh, not benedict. catholic obviously the, benedict. <laughs> yeah benedict came out yeah. was like yeah no we shouldn't get rid of that whole uh that whole no sex thing we should keep that around
0: And the other, uh, the the new guy is like,
1: yeah, you know what? Certain areas, it's
0: all right, maybe, I think. I think it's totally good. In fact, I think it's better for the Catholic Church if they would drop that. You know, that whole thing was started, you know, they say it's because of Peter. It wasn't started because of Peter. It was started because um, the popes would give land to the local priests. And so the local priests would become landowners, blah, blah, blah. And then when they died, they would just regift it to the next priest. If you had a family, then the the church would lose control of the land, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. That's really why it started back in really? the old corrupt days. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. And then they said, Hey, Peter said don't have, you know, <laughs> no more kids. <laughs> no more that's kids. An that's extreme stuff. solution to that problem. Yeah, that's weird. Hmm. Uh anyway, relief factor. Certain kind of pains, uh that you know, ibuprofen just doesn't just doesn't handle I I love sitting, you know, with a doctor and he says and he looks at you really serious. Have you ever happened he used to you? If you're in pain? Yeah, I can't move. All right. Um boy. <sighs> I um I could sup- I could write a prescription for ibuprofen 800, but can you <laughs> handle that? that? Is that ever happened to you? Yeah, and you're like that's just four ibuprofen. I take them by the handful. (laughs) What are you talking about? Is that a normal dosage of ibuprofen? (laughs) For me, it is. (laughs) For me, it is. And it doesn't work. Anyway, relief factor. It is not a drug, but it was invented by doctors and it has helped an awful lot of people in this audience get their lives back. If you are in constant, frequent pain. Oh, sure. Ibuprofen 800. Or... You can try Relief Factor, which actually works. Relieving your inflammation is the fastest way to get out of pain. Try it now. ReliefFactor.com. Go there now. Get your life back. ReliefFactor.com. Take a second and go to our YouTube
1: pages and subscribe. (gasps) Go search for Glenn Beck, Stu Does America, Pat Gray Unleashed. Do all those things today.
0: Welcome to the uh, program. Uh, I got to get to the big controversy that is happening on the Senate uh, floor right now. It is oh man, one of these, one of these rules, one of these new rules that the uh, that the Republicans just won't let go of. And how are you going to get a fair trial? I'll explain that rule here in just a second. First, I want to go to David Steinberg. He is an investigative reporter, uh, and uh, he is. Uh, he has been on the Elon Omar story, and we wanted to give uh, a highlight to a, a story that he wrote on the blaze. Finally, the feds, including ICE, appear to be investigating Elon Omar. Can you give me oh wait, we need the Elon Omar theme. Do we have that, Sarah? I can't believe we didn't. I mean this is a high this is a highly rated very well produce buttoned up mm-hmm. never make a mistake kind of show that's us how could this how could this happen that we forgot this brilliant piece of production Ilana Mar.
1: Ilana Mar.
3: Ilana Mar.
0: all right with our Ilan update is uh, david steinberg how, how are you doing david
4: I was doing better <laughs> before that.
0: Yeah, you think uh, that you no, think that think, cheapens the segment a little bit, or no, no, that, no. that
4: was wonderful. Okay, I've never heard it before. I'm, oh, I'm glad I uh, right. finally got a chance. Well, there uh, you go. Thanks for inviting me, sure. and uh, thank you also for running my uh, my update last week. Absolutely, I know. I know everybody's uh, been waiting. Well, everyone who's been following this story has sure. been waiting a while to hear this news. Yes, and uh, it was it was uh, satisfying to finally publish that headline.
0: Okay, so tell me the story. <clears throat> well, last year in uh, in
4: mid October, uh, it, it actually uh, by coincidence it was the same day that Donald Trump was in Minnesota giving a stump speech. Uh, Steve Drazkowski, who is the uh, the state rep in Minnesota who, who has been the only person over there trying to get some accountability, mm-hmm. he had made a complaint to the Minnesota, the Minnesota branch of the Department of Justice, the, the U.S. attorney, saying, for goodness sake, somebody has to look into her past. There's just an overwhelming amount of evidence here. And surprisingly, he got a response. The deal, the deal. How
0: how how sad is that that you have to say? And surprisingly, they responded yeah. to this.
4: Well, it was it was it was rather shocking. Not only did he get a response, it wasn't a polite dismissal. the The current U.S. Attorney of Minnesota, uh, Erica McDonald, she is a Trump appointee, by the way, mm-hmm. a 2018 Trump appointee. She she directed the FBI to review Steve's complaints. And then the FBI, uh, the special agent in charge at the FBI, who she had assigned, did meet with Draskowski. It was that same day Trump was in town and a few others. And he handed over a file of prepared evidence that they had uh, put together, some other information that um, uh, it, it related to the, her finance charges that Steve was also involved with exposing earlier in the year, and some other evidence. And uh, the FBI, during the meeting, said, essentially, I'm paraphrasing, but wow, uh, <laughs> they, they they took it seriously yeah. and, and said, you know, we have such a wide range of criminal activity here suggested by this evidence. In these kind of cases, the FBI turns into a hub and coordinates sharing evidence among several interested departments.
0: I want to to give the exact quote from your article. Uh, Following answers to those questions about uh, Representative Omar's 2009 marriage appear to give probable cause to investigate Omar for eight instances of perjury, immigration fraud, marriage fraud, up to eight years of state and federal tax fraud, two years of federal student loan fraud, and even bigamy To be clear, the facts described perhaps the most extensive spree of illegal misconduct committed by a House member in all of American history. Wow.
4: Yeah, I, I, uh, you know, that passage, I've run themes on that for a couple of years now. And uh, as you know, this has been covered solely by outlets like The Blaze, NPJ Media, Mm -hmm. and Powerline. Yep. And... Not I think really, extors, that's all the three. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh, other people have followed up on it, uh, but it, it has been um, – and, and Alpha News Minnesota, a small local outlet, got the ball rolling on this back in 2016. Now, uh, so this information, it, it's been a long wait because there, there was enough information to open an investigation back before she was even elected in 2016 to her to her state seats now uh what i like to do is compare what was all what was going on with the FBI at the time the evidence they used to open this investigation against trump uh compare that evidence which was george papadopoulos in a bar yeah uh, speaking to a foreign uh, a foreign yeah. diplomat right uh compare that to these dozens and dozens of verifiable uh social media posts we have documents, uh, legal documents from two different countries that can be verified. We have address records. We have uh, Ilhan's own comments to uh, an interviewer back in 2014. We have her husband's comments uh, that also corroborate all of this. This is just such a huge packet of evidence. And with what else is going on in the world today, look at what Adam Schiff's trying to uh, – Trying to, trying to use as, as grounds for impeaching the president. Meanwhile, take a look. It, all you need to know about the hypocrisy of what's going on today uh, in the Senate is to take a look at how Adam Schiff has treated the evidence yes. against his colleague.
0: Okay, so you have the FBI playing as a, a quarterback, if you will. They, they gave part of this case to the Department of Education Inspector General for— uh her her fraud on marriage and uh how she was working the educational system and then they also went to ice and they are saying that that you know she broke all kinds of uh immigration uh rules do you yes, th- well, go ahead
4: a lot of people who who have been uh, who have not quite been following it uh, are are discussing Silhan being deported uh that's not uh, the issue i case The she came to this country at age 12, Mm -hmm. whether or not that was legal. And obviously, I've printed before that. I think it was entirely fraudulent. That's not what we're looking at here. Ice would be involved with her having a fraudulent marriage to a U.K. citizen. She was 26 years old. Uh, She had been a U.S. citizen at that point for seven or eight years. We're not talking about when she was 12. We're not talking about her getting deported. I want to be clear about that. Yeah. ICE would be talking about a fraudulent marriage.
0: You wouldn't be uh, talking about depo- right. de- deportation. You'd be talking about possible jail time because of f- Correct. fraud. Correct. Um, Absolutely. Correct. And do you do you see a world in which this stuff is actually handed down on a member of Congress?
4: Uh, it. You know... This is – I've talked about her as, as sort of the perfect test that came along both for the Democrat Party, for the media, and for law enforcement. Uh, th- if they don't take action on this case,
0: yeah, what, what, then
4: th- – uh, yes, what, what will they take action on? This is something that uh, seems, seems like, you know, if they do open an investigation – uh, in the morning, they they, they could uh, hand out indictments by lunchtime. Yeah, there's really not a lot of work left to do. It, the only work left to do is to subpoena these documents that I can't get access to, such as the the school records of uh, of her husband uh, Ahmed Elmi. Uh, he came over to this country in uh, when he was a teenager and went to high school for a year. And from all I know, he lived in, he lived with his father, Ilhan's father, for that year. And so the history goes way back. And I, I believe on their school registration forms, it'll mm. say father, Nur Saidelmi. Right. It was Ilhan's father. Right. I can't get my hands on those documents because he was a minor, of course. So just those those sorts of things that I can't legally acquire. That's all that's left to do. And those certainly won't take a lot of times to get their hands on because that's stuff that stuff—that uh, yeah. I, I, simple, yes.
0: I, I think you said it best that you could mm-hmm. start it in the morning, and by lunchtime you could hand out the indictments. I mean, it is—it there's that uh, yeah. th- that little of work to be done. All they have to do is make a phone call. You're and you're at a block. Eight, you're at a block.
4: Correct. Um, well, there, there's certainly more I can find to. To completely uh, – right. there, there's more I haven't published yet. I'll, I'll put it that way. Okay. But, however, also at a state level, I, I pointed out that it doesn't matter who this person was. She perjured herself eight times while divorcing him, and that would be a state matter. So we, we have federal agencies looking at this right now. Hopefully there will be some movement at the state level as well.
0: Any idea in timing? And,
4: Timing, I don't know. Uh, Obviously, when you see law enforcement doing something, uh, when you see they're doing the job as expected, I don't want to antagonize (laughs) them. So obviously, this news, I I published the news of the meeting last year. Uh, I waited three weeks after the meeting happened before I ran it. Uh, This news about the FBI being contacted. I'm sorry, this news about uh, ICE being contacted and the Department of Education being contacted, this didn't happen last week. This happened last year in November. Hmm. So I have been, uh, the last thing I want to do is be accused of, stovepiping. essentially, handing information over to these agencies, calling the media and saying, Hey, look! There's an investigation, right? Which is, uh, ironically, that's what James Comey did. uh, You know, when they briefed the president, (laughs) and then then leaked it to the media that uh, there was something going on. Uh,
0: David, I like the I like the way you work, and I like the way you think, and your work ethic. uh, To prove it is is uh, very rare in today's world. Um, We're talking to David uh, Steinberg. He is was the New York City editor at PJ Media. Um, and if you ask Dave Bratt, it was his investigation of Eric Cantor in 2014 in the primary campaign that uh, uh, tipped that uh, that district into uh, a historic loss. And and some say it was the beginning of the Trump era, and all because of, of you, David Steinberg. Talk to you again. Thank you very much. Let us know when you have an update.
4: Will do. Thanks,
0: Glenn. God bless. David uh, Steinberg, you can follow him at Real. Uh, Dsteinberg.com. A lot no more. Mm. You know, something that gets overlooked in our lives, a piece of us that we lost and desperately need to get back. It's this. It's OK to be proud of what you believe, your conservative views, your belief in God. Don't hide it. You have a right to it, and if we hide our light under a, a, you know, a bushel, then nobody sees it. You have the chance to ensure that um, right now you have your hard-earned money going to fight for the causes you believe in, and you should be proud of that. Right now, every time you make a phone call and you're using one of the main carriers, most likely... Part of that money is going to fund abortions or fight for abortions with Planned Parenthood or fight against your freedom of speech or your freedom of religion, because the main cell carriers are are in bed with these people and they take a bit of their profits, your money, and they spend it there. Well, OK, they gave me a great exchange for a phone service, but is there anyone who will give me that same great service without kicking me in the face and working against me? Yes, yes. It's Patriot Mobile. They use, you know, the same cell towers. Everybody's on the same cell towers. And so the service is really great, but they're more affordable than most of the phone companies with plans starting at $25 a month. Now, here's the part. Unlike the big name uh, cell carriers, they take and they donate some of their profits to not planned parenthood, but but pro-life groups and pro second amendment. They are in your corner. They believe this the, they're just like you. It's patriotmobile.com back Beck. When you use the offer code Beck, you'll get a free month of service. When you open a new line of service, you can also call their U.S.-based customer service team and do this. It's 877-367-7524. But vote with your dollars. Support the companies that are trying to support you and your values. Patriotmobile.com seven seven Beck. 877-367-7524. Patriotmobile.com slash Beck. I mean, the gall of the Republicans in the Senate. I don't know if you know this yesterday, but here is <laughs> this is what uh, uh, Mitch McConnell tried to do. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to put in the old rules from uh, the the Clinton impeachment because we all agree that was fair. But then he went in and he tried to change one part of it, which was you still have 24 hours to make your case, just like they did in Bill Clinton. But you have only two days to do it. As opposed to three, so you got to work a twelve-hour day, not an eight-hour day, because they say nobody's going to watch these things. Uh, that's what it was that was stopping people from watching it. That's mm. that's right. I forgot. It was just too long. People wanted to watch boring senators say things in eight-hour yeah. chunks. Yeah, they wanted of 12. forty-eight hours, mm-hmm. uh, but they wanted it over six days instead of four. Mm. Uh, and yeah. So, so they changed that, and thank goodness they did. Thank goodness they did because. The the network TVs yesterday, they're already bailing on it. They're already talking about there's no interest in this. Incredible. Okay. Um, here's another thing that he's done. You ready for this one? Oh, no. <sighs> Impeach him for it, whatever it is. Okay. So there is there is, you know, they're taking the old rules, okay, mm-hmm. and they're using all the old rules. There's an obscure part of this that nobody was reading. Lawmakers on the Senate floor are only allowed to drink milk or water. (laughs) (laughs) Really? What do you... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, That's a horror show. That's terrible. So it's... And they're expected to do this for up to, you know, four or five weeks of just drinking water or milk. Thank God for edibles. Right? Mm -hmm. Right? And if you see anybody with anything but water or milk on the floor... You better call your local congressman because there's another impeachment uh, filing that you have to make. I got to tell you, if they said that to me, I would be baking cookies all night long. And then I'd come and I would be selling the other senators cookies for their milk.